0: Welcome to Daily Drive Time Devotions. This is day two of our look together through John chapter 14. We're gonna be looking at verses four to 11 today. In these verses, Jesus deals with a, a couple of questions. A couple of questions that have to do with what he had to say about home in our, our study yesterday. As he talked about it, his disciples had some had some confusion about it. And Jesus answers their questions. In fact, the questions we're gonna look at in these verses turn turn death and the confusion and the fear even that we can have about the future, it turns our heart from fear to hope. The first question is from Thomas, one of his disciples. The question is, how do we know the way? And that's a good question. Listen to what happened in verses 4 to 7. Jesus, after talking about home, this future in heaven, says to them in verse 4, you know the place where I am going. Verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Now, put yourself in the place of these disciples for just a moment. Jesus is saying, I've got a place for you. It's a big place. It's prepared for you. It's a wonderful place. It's going to be great. And I know the place where I'm going. Now imagine, Imagine just to put yourself in the place of what's happening here, that you get an invitation in the mail to the, the greatest dinner party ever. And this dinner party, you're going to fly on a Learjet to Hawaii for pineapple appetizers and then to Boston for lobster. And then and then the dessert is going to be baked Alaska in, in Alaska. It's, it's the greatest party ever. And down at the bottom, it says, and you know where we're going to meet. See you there. And you're thinking, I don't know where we're going to meet. What, what do you do? The first thing I'd do, if I knew the person, is I'd I'd get on the phone and I'd say, where are we meeting? Because I want to be there. That's the position these disciples were in. Jesus is saying, it's a wonderful place. It's home. You know the way. And Thomas, Thomas says, no, we don't, Jesus. And here, Thomas isn't doubting. He's honest. If you've ever been in a situation where someone says, and you all know, you all know when the test is going to be. You all know the answer to this. And no one in the room knows You know what kind of honesty and courage it takes to to raise your hand and say, I don't know. In fact, we don't know. And because Thomas asked that honest question, that difficult question, one of the most clear answers about who Jesus is and what he does in our lives, we have in verse 6. I am the way, Jesus said, and the truth and the life. What's the way? It's not a principle. It's a person. It's not a plan. It's a person. What's the way? It's not a lifestyle, it's a person. It's not a list of rules, it's a person. It's not inner sincerity, it's a person. It's not a philosophy, it's a person. It's not a feeling. It's not a religion, it's a person. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way to life. Jesus is the way to heaven. Jesus is the way to salvation. Jesus is the way to God. He says it so clearly here. He's not just a teacher of the way. He's not just a teller of the truth. He's not just an example of the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Your heart's hurting. Your heart needs hope. Help for my heart when it's troubled is not just in following Jesus' example or hearing Jesus' words. Help for my troubled heart is in Jesus. Jesus is the way. A lot of people have claimed to know the way, but only Jesus is the way. Many people have said that they understand the truth, but only Jesus is the truth. A lot of people offer you some form of life, but only Jesus is the life. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Now, I know if you and I were sitting down maybe over a cup of coffee and talking about this verse, and you were being honest, you might say, there's something about this that I know it's true, but it bothers me a little. It sounds prideful. It sounds haughty to say Jesus alone is the way. And if I say this to my friends who aren't yet Christians, my friends who are from some some other world religion, they might think I'm narrow-minded. Well, let me just remind you, honestly, the truth is narrow-minded in one sense. It's not prejudiced. It's not hateful. But the truth is narrow-minded when it's the truth. For instance, the phone company, there's a truth about this number calls this person. If I want to call my wife at home, I could say, oh, the phone company is so narrow-minded. I have to use the same seven numbers every time. And not only that, I have to use them in the same exact order. Why can't I just use any numbers I want and get there? No, there is a a truth about how you get there. Or you could say that the freeway system is narrow-minded. Why do I have to take that off-ramp to get to that place? Why do I have to hit that interchange to make sure I get there? Couldn't I just go any way that I want? When truth is truth, it's truth. And some people call that narrow. I don't I don't call it narrow. I just call it truth. And it's not haughty. It is not prideful to tell the truth. Now, you can tell it in a haughty way, but Jesus didn't because he knew it was the truth. I am the way and the truth and the life. I was talking to a friend a while back about this over lunch, and he asked me, well, what about sincere people? People who, who are very sincere in their lives and maybe maybe even have more morals in their lives than some Christians I've met. What about them? How can Jesus say he is the way, and yet these people are very sincere? Can't their sincerity be the way? And I told him this. There's really two ways to look at this world. One way of looking at this world is that uh, we're sort of all born on a moral high ground. And as we go through life, some people do worse than others. And because of that, some people fall away further and further from God, and some people get closer and closer to God maybe through their sincerity, maybe through their good things that they do. And in the end, God's going to judge us for how far we've fallen away from him or how much closer we've gotten to him through this life. That's the way we look at things, but that's not the way that God looks at things. And not when you read what the Bible says in the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis says we all fell when Adam and Eve sinned. It stained the entire human race. And as God looks at us, he sees the truth about us. We're all lost. We're further from him than we could imagine. And so Jesus came into this world to show us the way. Here's the way back for lost people. This isn't a matter of some are closer to God and some are not so close to God. And so those people that are really bad, they need a way back. No, we're all lost. We're all on the same ground when it comes to needing Jesus Christ. And there may be only one way to come to God through Jesus Christ, but the good news is everyone, everyone can come to him through that way. It is all inclusive. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Now, as Jesus talked about the Father, that prompted a a second question. And this question is going to come from Jesus based on a request from Philip. As Jesus talks about the Father, here's what happens in verses 8 to 11. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you for such a long time, Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me and the words that I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I read these verses and I think, poor Philip. (laughs) You can sort of see what happened here. Thomas asks a question. You've been in these kind of situations. Thomas asks a question, and he gets this wonderful answer. And you can almost sense Philip sitting back thinking, I want to ask a question too. I'd like to ask a question that gets another wonderful answer. So he asks a question of Jesus, show us the Father. And instead of a wonderful answer, he gets Jesus telling him, why don't you understand? Why wouldn't you know that I am in the Father? The truth of the matter is, even in what he says to Philip, there's something deep that's taught here. He says this question Do you not know me? That's the key. Jesus is the way, but Jesus is the way through a relationship with him. Do you not know me? I think that one of the reasons people get confused about Jesus being the way is that they compare religions and they think, well, this religion has this set of rules and this religion has this set of rules, which one should I follow? Which one is the way? The way is not a set of rules. Jesus says, "Don't you know Me. The way is a relationship, a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And I found in my life that the better I get to know Jesus, the more real heaven becomes. Oh, the moment I got to know Him, the moment I made a commitment to Him, heaven became real for me. But the better I get to know Him, the more I sense how real it really is. How do you build an expectancy concerning home, concerning heaven? You get to know Christ now. What's the way? The way is Him. And the better you get to know Him, the more certain you are. The more certain you are about the way home. We talked to God in prayer today. I want to encourage you. If you've never in your life said to Jesus Christ, you are the way, you're the truth, you're the life. I want to come to the Father through you. Say it now. You can just pray a simple prayer and say, Jesus Christ, I realize that I can't come to you through a list of rules or a man-made religion. I can't come to God in any way that I choose because I'm lost. I need you to show me the way back. And thank you that you did. And so, Jesus, I trust you as the way. I trust you for forgiveness. I trust you for life. I trust you for home, for heaven, for hope, for the future. I trust you, Jesus Christ. Teach me to live the way that you made me to live. I pray this in your name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to talk together about three additional truths to not let your heart be troubled.